All right. How's everybody doing? Welcome to the Backpacking Podcast. As always, I'm here with a man who once had a beard and then he didn't, and then he did, and now he doesn't again. Jeremiah Stringer, how are you, man? Hey, dude. I'm doing fantastic. Great night tonight, and uh, I'm honored to uh, have you on as a guest. Yeah, I was going to say, I was real excited to have you on as a guest tonight as well. So, uh, thank you. Jeremiah, Jeremiah. This is kind of weird, actually, because we do these podcasts like on our own where, you know, we do the <laughs> yeah. podcast where we just talk, but we've never done a live stream of just you and me. Well, I mean, we have done the pop up live streams, but we haven't like, hey, we're going to plan this out and let's do a live stream for us. And you know what? I think that we should celebrate tonight because I was just checking our listens. Well, I'm gonna go and look. We are we're about to cross the 100,000 mark on um basically streams downloads etc uh, across all of the platforms for the podcast that's right man we are about to hit 100,000 listens just on the podcast that's not just live streams podcast. videos or anything that's just on the podcast that's exciting stuff man so i guess tonight we're just gonna chill talk about whatever do some little q a action going yeah, we got some, we'll do some Q&A. We'll open up the, the questions here in a second. Um, also, because I wasn't sure if we would actually be funny tonight, I went ahead and added this sound for us. Because <laughs> I thought that might make us feel good about ourselves. So uh, I, I threw that in there. I hope that's okay with you. Because if, if we start to bomb, those laughs are coming out like immediately. Did you, did you put crickets on there too? I don't know. Do I have crickets? Stay strong and nope, stay strong it. and hike long. There's... <laughs> I do have that. How's that? Does that work? <laughs> that sounds that sounds cheesy. That sounds corny. Let's not do that. Okay, so um, Jeremiah like uh, started working out this week. Like yeah, working man. out. I, mean, I, I guess I started working out a few weeks ago, but I actually started doing like real cardio because uh, uh-huh. I hurt my knee back in January. And basically, have you ever jammed your finger? Yeah, I jam my finger playing basketball all the time. Yeah, I did that to my knee. Uh, so if you can believe, do what how that feels on your finger. Now multiply that times like 150, and that was what I did to my knee. And so uh, I was told by the doctor to not do anything, not put weight on it or anything for about six weeks. And when you don't do that for like six weeks, like I didn't realize muscle atrophy happens so fast. And so like for the first time in my life, my legs were soft. Like my, my midsection's been soft for years, but my legs... <laughs> Are a completely different thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying I, like ever bur- I just saw a Midwest backpacker put on here. He said, uh, <laughs> what type of bourbon did I? Oh, wait, wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever um, broken any bones and had to wear a cast? No, I have. Uh, I have broken like fingers and stuff like that, but I've never, uh, I've never, oh, I did break my wrist, but uh, that's a whole other story for another day. Well, if you ever like break your leg and you put it in a cast and then you get that cast taken off, it is so funky. Like you're like, oh my gosh, one of my legs are tiny. I guess that kind of happened to you to a lesser degree. At least you still had function. You could bend it and stuff. Yeah. It, it's just that like when I tried to do lunges, my knee didn't have the strength to really hold my weight. So it took me a couple of weeks before I could actually do like lunges functionally and not like almost fall over every time I tried to do them. But, uh, yeah, but today, man, 
I had a real workout and I'm in pain, but it's that good kind of pain where you know you accomplished something. Yeah, you're getting into trail shape, bro. It is I got to it man. is like it's turned into perfect backpacking weather. I got to go this weekend and the first day was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> what was the second, the second day? <laughs> the second day was forty degrees and rainy. Oh, that's no fun. Well, we were we were supposed to go honestly we were supposed to go Saturday and like leave Saturday morning and come back Sunday. Yeah. And we're supposed to spend at least 24 hours out there. And then I kept watching the weather for like two weeks. And I was like, oh, it's got to shift. It's got to shift. And then finally I was like, dude, this was, this was my buddy Dan's first backpacking trip. We had, we've car camped together and like set up base camp and hiked. We actually did one where we slept in this like eight person tent that I have. And I put a Mr. Buddy propane heater in there. This is like dead of winter. And it was really, really warm. So I was like, let's do a real backpacking experience. Yeah. So we we were supposed to go this weekend. And I was like, dude, you're not going to want to go on your first trip. Get there at 8 a.m. and it starts raining. And then yeah. you can't have a fire at night. You can't, like, I would never advise somebody that's taking their first backpacking trip or taking somebody on their first backpacking trip to, like, <laughs> Make it as miserable as possible. I, I I agree with you on that a hundred percent. I did a I did one a few weeks ago, just a, like an out and back, like overnight kind of thing, and it was only like two point eight miles hiking one way or two point five miles, something like that. And uh, I remember when I got home, I was sore for three days, <laughs> just because wow. of just because of where I was from from the the knee injury and everything. Okay, so we have to look at this because we people need to see if you're new to the to the live stream. These are the people that tune into our live stream. Talk poop first. Um, <laughs> Outdoor transient tunes yeah. in every week. You were bra- just bragging about your beard. Now look at you for shame. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, number two is always number one in my book. Got to have Miyagi in there. Um, I was talking about functional lunges, and Brian Winburn does functional lounges. So, uh, oh, yeah, that's better. You need to you need to do the reverse lunges, man. I'm telling you, it puts less uh, less stress on those knees and gets you in that hiking shape. Oh, I know. Oh, look at this. Uh, Leonidas is on here. JK has to start getting ready for that Pinhoti Trail, dude. I got to hike some of that this year. That's a sweet trail, man. The Pinhoti Trail. Yeah, that's a pretty cool trail. I didn't I didn't do a ton of it or anything, but we uh we were down in Mount Chiaha, I think is how it's pronounced, and uh, it was down there with uh, Crow Flies Hiking, and dude. That is a cool area to go backpacking. I didn't realize that Alabama had mountains and beautiful views and vistas and all that. It's just unreal, man. One of the coolest yeah. places I've been. I would look. I would love to get down there. Yeah, man. The Pinhoti Trail, but I don't know enough about it. You know, at the moment, I know people talk about it's part part of it's in Alabama, right? Yeah, and Alabama, it Georgia. Runs doesn't it run east to west, west to east? Uh, southwest to northeast, I think. Because okay. it connects See, up, it connects up with the the Appalachian Trail. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know enough about it. I definitely would have to research it before before going down there, but yeah. By by what you're saying about the Alabama. Yeah, Alabama does have mountains, Greg. It's for real. <laughs> it's not a joke. There's even a video. Like if you want to give me some views, go check out my video on it. I actually I went hiking down there. You know what the 
the elevation is in the tallest the tallest mountain in Alabama? I was on it, but I couldn't tell you off the top of my head because it's a number. And you, you are, I am mathematically struggled. I, hey, I just Siri, struggle with math. What's the tallest mountain in Alabama? Chiaha Mountain. I, wow. I told you I was on it. Uh, but it's 2,411 feet. 2,411 feet. Yeah, the highest peak in Kentucky is like, I think, 3,800. Didn't we look it up recently? We did, but that means I would have to remember what we talked about, which you know I'm not going to do that. I can't I can't remember a single thing. I'm but terrible anyway, about that. So let me was, let me ask you a question then. Um, yeah. You're not going with a bunch of us next month to Michigan because of school, yeah. right? Yeah, I just can't. For those that don't know, maybe you're listening from under a rock. There was an ice storm, and in Kentucky, snow and ice, it just complete, put, completely puts you out of business. So since I'm a teacher, that we were supposed to get out of school May the 6th. And so that really opens up the backpacking season for me. You're like, okay, spring is sprung. We're heading into summer. you know. And then, of course, you got fall. So May 6th really got pushed. So that's why I can't, yep. I can't go. You're just too cool to miss school. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> too cool to miss school. Brian Winburn too, win, wins the day right there. A more accurate statement would be too poor to miss school. Oh, I know, man. <laughs> See, look at this. Up trail 71. Michigan's highest point is only 1,979 feet. Wow. How about that, man? How about that? But they got so many lakes, and they've got great lakes, and they just have cool stuff that we don't have in Kentucky. Yeah, I agree. But they also have um, – very like I I was what I was seeing I saw somebody's story on Instagram right and they were visiting Chicago and that's pretty far north right Michigan kind of the same situation they were talking about how much they would love to live in Chicago they live in Kentucky and then they're like there's nothing that I don't love about this and I was like there's one thing that I would absolutely hate about living you know at that that high of a latitude all of the winter I lived in Kenosha, Wisconsin. You know Dan Becker, like he, that's where he lives. I mm. lived there for four years. The last year I was there was I was done. I was like, it's too cold. It's just too cold. Miyagi, I'm sorry. I love you, man, but I can't do it. I just can't yeah. do it. It's too cold. I'll go up there and backpack for like a couple days, but I'm not staying in a whole winter again, man. That was terrible. Back then, I had long hair because I could still grow it, and huh. uh, it was long. And when I would go to like work in the morning, it would be soaking wet. And from the time I walked from my car to the door to get into work, my hair was frozen. Yeah, I've seen like completely uh, frozen. Miyagi, I've seen like I don't know if it's snot sickles. Yeah, dude. I don't know if that is. You know, you get like the condensation in your nose. Yeah, and then it it turns. You know, it condenses and then drips out, and I guess freezes just straight up on your mustache. Yeah, yeah. I used to have. Uh, some funky looking things hanging from my face back in the day. Hey, look at this tree riot says mountain black mountain in Harlan County is the highest peak in our beloved Commonwealth. Wow. There it is. So there you tree go. Man. Riot, Harlan you, County. Can you, uh, can you Google what the elevation of that is? Why don't you ask Siri? We're too lazy. Oh, it was kind of fun when you asked Siri. Oh, look my at this uh, Midwest backpacker. I actually kind of agree with him on this. He says negative 27 is better than 33 in rain. I well, kind of agree with that, to be honest. Because, like, 
I can keep myself warm, but once you're wet, you're wet. You know what I mean? <laughs> but does it depend on the wind chill? Oh, it's just wet, man. I don't like being soaking wet. Unless I'm swimming. Like, I don't want to be wet. Or I'm taking yeah. a shower. I guess I kind of need to be wet when I'm taking a shower. So I guess so. Look, Duluth, yeah. Minnesota had had snow today. Ah, I feel sorry for you, man. Uh, we had 75 degrees and sunshine here in Kentucky. It was a real rough day. Yeah, dude. I was like, I don't. I was riding my motorcycle today, and I was like, it doesn't get any better than this weather. Not too hot, not too cold. Oh, it's beautiful. It was beautiful. Ate on the back deck. We cooked out tonight. It was awesome. I cooked out too. I just whenever I texted you, and I was like, hey, I'm gonna hop on, but I'm about to eat. Dude, what'd you dude, eat? Well. Look, I'm I'm running into an issue here. We have been using the same charcoal grill since we rented this little house when we were in college. And that was like 2014. And then this year, like literally last week, look, Tree Wright said it's 4,145. It was over 4,000. Wow. Anyway, I I took a sledgehammer to the uh, the grill, Bridget and I. And just smash that thing to pieces. It was all rusted out. And then I bought a cheapy. I'm we're gonna buy a propane grill, but we bought just like a cheapy twenty five dollar from Walmart. Yeah. And I I'm pretty sure I'm screwing it up here. I, I always figure it's a grill master if it's not working right, but my charcoal <laughs> keeps burning out. And I think I'm just smothering it too much. But I had burgers and Bridget's like, you know, we're trying to eat healthy. I'm not gonna get potato chips today let's eat corn on the cob so i grilled that too and it is healthier and i don't know if it tastes better all i'm is we had pork chops and we grilled uh squash and zucchini and had a salad like because you know i'm i'm trying not to be fat anymore so <laughs> we uh we, we went a little healthier with our grill out but dude those pork chops were good really good look at this right here. i love this cold weather keeps guys who can't say vestibule out here <laughs> <laughs> so for people that don't know jeremiah is speech challenged on one word in the english language and that is vestibule vegetable soup vegetable <laughs> <laughs> yeah Miyagi says winners where it's at gotta embrace it i don't have to embrace I guess it so that's a that's a different bog oh yeah i was telling you about the the trip over the weekend because of the rain yeah. and all that yeah and so we went friday and there's like a little five to six mile loop that I had no idea even existed. It's in Beaver Creek Wilderness, but none of the trees have blazes because I assume because it's a wilderness area. And I, I downloaded, I kind of had to make my own little map. Yeah. And I downloaded it. And then we got out there and all the trees along the trail, not all of them, but like where you would normally see a blaze. Yeah. There's like uh, hatchet marks the same size as a blaze, but three in a row. Oh, and I was like, wouldn't it? So it looks like Wolverine attacked the trees. <laughs> yeah, but I was thinking, wouldn't it be better to just paint the blaze? I don't know the, uh, I don't know. I just figured that you might could kill a tree doing that, you know, like exposing it to bugs and stuff. Yeah. I was like, why would you not just do the blaze? But who knows who done that? I'm, I'm sure it's not like a government uh thing like a forestry service thing or anything like that yeah. oh hey hey i gotta i gotta, I gotta post this go browns no. nfl draft this week man nfl draft this week good luck I'll bro still... i hope you get some uk players oh well we'll see about that hey man we want to bowl 
Hey, look at this. You ever striper fish in Cumberland? I have not, but I would like to. Oh, we're opening up the questions. Yeah, man. Have you ever have you ever striper fished before? Yeah, I striper fished on Cumberland. Did you really? Well, I live on like Cumberland. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's like five minutes from your house. Yeah, straight up, like literally five minutes. And I'm no like fishing expert or anything like that. We've, we striper fished a little bit, and it's really fun because you, you see them like eating all these schools of fish and you kind of have to chase them around in the boat and you see them pop up at different places with the fish and it's it's exciting because it's very active you know some people are like oh fishing so boring you just literally throw a bobber in the water and and wait and wait and wait but not all fishing is like that yeah i grew up on lake cumberland oh see i i love bass fishing like that's my favorite thing in the world man Oh, I love bass fishing. I love too. bass fishing. That's like my favorite thing. So, okay, so here's, here's an interesting question. Uh, this is kind of cool, actually. Just found you guys. This is Neil Quinn. Just found you guys from a recommendation on Reddit. We got recommended, dude. Somebody's not very smart. And it says, have you made it to Dolly Sods yet? <laughs> Jeremiah, I was actually going to say, you know, since you're off for the summer here in a few weeks, uh-huh. we should do a midweek trip to Dolly Sods. Yeah, dude, let's do it. I think we should do that. I think we should go up there because we don't have to worry about as many people, and we could just kind of just go hang out for a few days. I've never been there. I want to so bad. Is it Lion's Head? Isn't that uh-huh. one of the uh, big sites out there? Yeah, I think if I remember right, Lion's Head is one of the gyms that are out there, and I remember a specific story about Mr. Backpacking with Jason, sir, taking like Tim Watson and Josh Ebersole. There may have been some other people on that trip, too. They like went completely off trailing to get up lion's head and yeah quite adventurous i would love to check that out i would love to get down to dolly sods have a lot of people have talked about it here's uh, brian winburn says dolly sods is awesome way too crowded on the weekends well let's not go on a weekend i'm very surprised that somebody um on reddit like i i kind of try to stay away from reddit a little (laughs) bit because it i think i'm just intimidated yeah yeah i think that's what I'm afraid somebody will hurt my feelings. <laughs> yeah, they definitely don't hold back on, on Reddit. That's for sure. No. I remember one time on Reddit. So I have a, a YouTube channel, and it's all about backpacking too. And I, I posted on there because when you, you first You do realize YouTube, like a lot of these people are watching on your channel right now. Oh, yeah, that's true. So they probably that's knew that true. part. Just throwing that out I'm, there to you. I'm also an idiot. So... <laughs> Don't, don't no, take you're any, not an idiot. You're a don't teacher. Don't take any you're advice. A you're, a, you're on the front lines. Thank Yes, I'm not an idiot. Keep paying your taxes. That's folks. right. That's right. Yes. But anyway, I posted this video, and what a mistake. And then I, I tried to be as rational as possible. Now, I'm, I'm not super experienced with Reddit, with Reddit, but I know, like, if there's something that I need to know about this motorcycle— it's very easy to post like a picture or something on there and you can get a lot of help. Well, it's not exactly for spreading the word on your YouTube channel. Cause I posted that video on there or the link to it or whatever. And you're talking about getting ripped a new one. And then I tried to be rational and I was like, man, I just am very passionate about this. And yeah, it's true that I'm, uh, you know, I'm pushing this on Reddit. Cause it's another platform that gets your name out there, but they were like, blah, 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 blah. I still have the, uh, the comments on there. You know, you're just going to have to forget about 
you know, trying to be rational. Some people are going to hate what you're doing and they think you're terrible at it and you just got to suck it up and deal with it. And I was like, who are these Reddit people and why are they so mean? I just love the fact that, that Kyle's on here and he says, Jeremiah has a YouTube channel. Where can I smash subscribe? <laughs> if you haven't already, Kyle. smash that subscribe button and hit the notification bell so you can find out anytime one of these videos drops. There, that's Thanks, for you, Jeremiah. Kyle. If, you, if you're watching right now on Jeremiah's channel, please subscribe. He's hurting for subscribers. I think he's only at 16,000 right now. So, and he had like oh, 5,000 a month ago or something. It's kind of, it's kind of amazing actually. So see but, Robin Hawks, he knows he's saying self-promotion on Reddit. That's a, that's a no, no. Well, I wish I had known that before, uh, doing the self-promotion. Yeah. I shared a video one time because there were people saying you should share those on Reddit. Those are great places to share videos. <laughs> It was a bad idea, dude. Just a bad idea. I I, I don't do that anymore. Hey, here's a place to check out. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. Is it Uhari? National Forest in Central North Carolina. Oldest mountain chain in the U.S. Huh. Yeah. We should go check it out. Let's put it on the list, bro. Yeah, dude. I want to check out all these places, especially North Carolina. Like, we did the Foothills Trail in North Carolina, and it was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Oh, North yeah. and South Carolina. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that would be pretty sweet. So, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Kyle says someone made a meme of me in the Ultralight Jerk subreddit. It was awesome. The Ultralight <laughs> Jerk one, uh, <laughs> they, that is definitely the one that, like, nobody holds back on. Nobody holds back on that. There was another one in here. <laughs> it looks like John is a Buble fan. Uh, yes, I like my bubbly water. So, um, Let's gross. see. There was something in here. Where is it? It's not gross. It's only gross the first time you drink it, and then you kind of become numb to the fact that it's gross. I think um, it's like when they run out of the syrup at McDonald's. Yeah, that's pretty gross. Yeah, that's Actually, this stuff like. isn't the best, but you just kind of convince yourself it's good because you can't really drink anything else because you're trying not to be fat anymore. <laughs> So I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. So uh, we should probably like start answering some questions. What is this? Yeah. Uh, so John, any chance you'll be sporting the new EE Torrid pullover next month? There is a strong possibility of that. Yes. Uh, Enlightened Equipment is sending me one of those, which is pretty cool. I'm gonna. I got it in some really good colors, Jeremiah. Guess what colors I got it in? Yeah, probably Ohio State. Yep, charcoal gray with a red interior. It's pretty sweet looking, man gonna be pretty awesome <laughs> Look at this. I can't believe it. never heard of kyle hates hiking why not put me on the screen <laughs> love it i love it i love kyle hates hiking i love kyle kyle's one of the funniest guys in the world yeah so that, um ee torrid yeah enlightened equipment torrid pullover yeah is that is that like a puffy or is that like a fleece or what yeah like the torrid jacket is like a zip-up jacket this is actually a pullover with a giant pocket in the middle. But so it's kind of it, like it's kind of like a big sweatshirt with a little bit of a zipper right here. And it's it a puffy. Have, yeah. Is it like oh, it is a puffy. Yeah, it's apex. It's an apex uh insulation jacket. So it's, you say it's synthetic. It's the uh it's a synthetic. Mm. But it doesn't weigh hardly anything. Like literally, if you ask Miyagi, he would tell you point like it weighs nothing, it floats. Does it weigh less than the ghost whisperer? I don't know. I haven't gotten it yet. Uh, 
But did I tell you I've got a friend who's got a ghost whisperer he's holding on to for me, so when I get to a certain weight, he's going to give it to me? What size do you have to get to? I have to get to a large. Oh, that is 100% attainable. Oh, it's going to happen. I'm like, I've already gone from uh, what should have been 3X to double X is getting really loose, so I'll be in XL soon. Like, I want to be I be freaking, like, as hot as Jeremiah Stringer at some point. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not that hot, but I, I'm working on it, man. Do you have any clothes that like that fit you before and now you can fit into those or do you have to keep replacing your wardrobe? Well, here's where I'm at right now. Like I bought clothes for the next step down. So the clothes that I'm wearing right now are way too big and like I don't have to unbutton pants to put them on or take them off. And, yeah. But the next size down is just too small. Yeah. So it's really, um, it, it's yeah, it is just what it is. Yeah, Bridget, she um, she bought me for Christmas some pants that were a size smaller than what I wear because she knew I was cutting weight, and then I still haven't cut the weight to fit into the <laughs> the pants since then. So they're just hanging in the closet. Every time I see them, I think, you know, I could cut the weight to fit into those, or I could return them to Old Navy for like forty bucks. Oh yeah. And that 40 bucks sounds pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But hey, so, okay, Miyagi, we're talking about that jacket real quick. Uh-huh. What sold me was the big kangaroo pocket on the front. Love that feature on the Melly, too. That's what I like about it. I like having that big pocket on the front. Yeah, do you think it's like, that the... It's like having a fanny pack without a fanny pack. I asked, um, so we went on a backpacking trip through the Smokies with Miyagi and a bunch of other people and whenever we were on this trip, I asked Miyagi's daughter, who is also on the trip, do you like that uh, Melly? Because I guess that he had bought, he's bought several of them. And I know Outland, Lance, he really loves it. He was wearing one on, on the last trip that I went on that he was on. And she was like, ah, oh, it's okay. And I was like, are these things overrated? Do you think that the Melanzana are overrated? I don't know. I can't get, to, I can't buy one. Because every time I, you have to sign up for a lottery to be able to have the opportunity to purchase one. And then when you have the opportunity, you may not have uh, one you want. Well, I feel like we can talk pretty openly about it since there's <laughs> such a high demand and there's such little like supply. They're, they're not hurting for customers. So I assume that they won't ever sponsor the podcast, especially not after this conversation. But do you so do you think they're overrated or not? I don't know. I can't I won't say unless I wear one and see how it does. I was so I was That's so like that's sad. like the kid that says something is gross and they won't eat it and they won't even taste it. Like you can't do that. You got to at least try it to know whether or not it's worth it. So I can't I can't make a comment like that without actually trying it. Hey, check this out, dude. Way to go, sensuous outside. I hope I pronounced that right. Good for you. I lost 50 pounds this past year. Awesome, man. Yeah, no, dude. No, he, I've lost uh, I've lost large. 54 so far. So, yeah, I've got a long way to go still. Dude, you know how, how big I got? Have I told you how no, big how I big was in you? July? No. 305. Maybe. 305, is that the dude, biggest you've ever been? Yeah, that's like way bigger than I've ever been. So, uh, yeah, dude. It was, uh, have, it was rough. Do you have some big goal at the end that helps keep driving you? For uh, staying disciplined, not motivated, but disciplined. Not like that. Mine's more of uh, 
I've got kids, and I want to be old enough to see grandkids. So I need to take better care yeah. of myself. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's more the thing for me right now is I just don't want to be that guy who uh, he's like in his early 60s and he's dying, you know, because he just never took care of himself. I've seen a lot yeah, of guys it, that have gone through that. And I just don't want to. I, I don't want to go it, there. It definitely. um it definitely will shorten your life. And I won't say the word here because I think on YouTube it might shadow ban you. But the the whole illness that the whole world deal with very recently. Ah, uh, the one named after the beer. <laughs> yes. Like like obesity was one of the biggest issues when it came to people being affected by that and having like, you know, harmful, negative, like Deep health issues. Look at this poop, poop, poop. <laughs> Who's the, I didn't, where's that one at? I didn't even see that one. <laughs> Feral Daryl. He was. I think he was coming before the video even started. Like he was already saying, "Where's the poop talk? Where's the poop talk?" I'm sure it's coming. So just, just prepare. It will be here soon. Okay, here you go. Tree Riot. He's he's one of our Kentucky people. He said, "I bought two Millies. Are as good as the hype. Very comfortable." You know, I was so sad for Lance. He. Um, there's a, an ember that popped out on his hood and burn a hole through his melee. Oh man. You know what yeah. I want to get my hands on? I don't want to get my what? hands on a melons. On. What do you want? I want an Appalachian gear hoodie. I want one of those. Every, every time I go to buy one, they are sold. And it's not one of those things, like when they, they like do them in batches. Cause it's, uh, alpaca fur is what they make it with. Those things are awesome. Those Do things they are have to awesome. Kill I wish the I alpaca. What's that? Do they have to kill the alpaca, or do you shave those? No, you kill you, or something. You kill your own alpaca and send it to them. <laughs> what if you had to do that? <laughs> what if you? What if? It, what if you? If you wanted something that was goose down or duck down, you had yeah. to pluck your own feathers. How terrible and how traumatizing well, would that be? But for us, it's the whole the time. We, you know, like in, in Virginia, I have uncles and cousins that have. Uh, bear dogs they chase bears up trees for hunting and yeah. i want to go get myself an alpaca dog and i want to go on alpaca hunts so i can send my alpacas to Al appalachian gear so i can get my hoodie made is that you what think I, you think that's a good idea you think that's a good idea no i don't think that's a good idea i think that al alpacas are a renewable resource but they do spit yeah they do they do them and, and llamas so so I hear. I don't know. Yeah. I think that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I second poop. <laughs> Speaking of poop, whenever I was on this trip, um, Dan is no stranger to the woods. Right? The trips I was talking about last week. Yeah. Dan's yeah. Backpacking. He's no stranger to the woods. Like, um, we took a kayak camping trip not too long ago, um, too, and, you know, camped out on the lake and stuff. So, Anyway, I was like, dude, I have this um, hammock that you can poop through. Do you want to see it? And he was like, <laughs> yes, what? And then he was telling me, um, I don't want to say who because I don't, I don't want to embarrass them, but it, I'm sure this is true for a lot of people. One of their number one issues is having to poop in the woods. So, like, not having a toilet whenever you've literally had one every day of your life if you live in, like, a first-world country. Yeah then that, that's a big change for a lot of people. So 
anyway, he's like, maybe that this would help solve the problem for that unnamed person that I'm talking about. And I was like, all right, I'll set it up. And then uh, set it up, and he's like, yeah, dude, I think this is work. And I, be, I was like, you know, I think you might be the first person that I backpacked with that I was like, do you want to see this piece of gear This uh, you can poop with? And you've been like, yes, and actually excited about it because everybody else is always like, no, of course <laughs> I don't want to see that. And I'm like, what? I don't know why people don't want to see it. I think they think like, I okay, this is traumatizing, but if I'm showing you a poop hammock, the first thing you're going to think is, oh my gosh, Jeremiah pooped through that. And then like, you're, you're like, how, yeah, but how you're pooping through that? it. You're pooping through it. I know. I'm not That's pooping on it. You're not pooping on it. It's not like it's covered in your fecal matter. Like it, that's not how that works. That's what I'm saying. I think people just get too worked up. Check this out, man. You're, you know, I was talking about the Appalachian gear hoodie. Uh-huh. Look, there is a string going on right here. Look, look at this. A great replacement for the Melly is the Appalachian gear hoodie. Uh, it says right here, I'm 2XL on the XL gear hoodie and crew are dream warmth breathability check. Um, I won an Appalachian gear sweater from Darwin. Nice. Darwin's a good guy, oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, we got $150 alpaca. Then we got here, um, the <laughs> Appalachian gear shirt lives up to the hype. It's really warm, warmer than my smart wool. And then we got this comment. Alpacas are horrible animals. I have the scars to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a straight up string of comments about that. Have we reached out to Appalachian Gear? No, we probably need to. We just gave them a huge like commercial. <laughs> I know they didn't sponsor the episode or anything. Yeah, yeah I was just curious. I, you know, I don't. I don't think I talked to him. Maybe we should. Maybe look, we should look at the the poop. <laughs> the, the, the poop comments i feel so bad for the people that i was uh, told there would be are... poop talk <laughs> <laughs> well you had you had a slight appetizer of poop talk already oh my gosh that's funny uh let's see oh here's a new one the palante microgrid that sounds interesting palante does some really cool stuff yeah but this the whole grid pattern on the the backpacking like quarter zips and all that the pullovers yeah i don't to me, and I don't own one, okay, so I'm kind of speaking out of my hind end here. <laughs> That's I never happened like, before. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's everything I say. To me, I don't understand how the grid helps any. It, it seems to me like that the grid, it's going to have a thinner part, and then it's going to have like a little fleecy part. Like they're little squares, right? Little squares of fleece. So wouldn't you actually lose heat with the grid over... Something that was just straight fleece. No, Jeremiah. Everywhere? No, no, you would not. Oh, you know no why? Physicist. You know why? Why? Science. Oh, uh, okay. that's why. So that's oh. all you need here. Is it's science? So you know, yeah, it's, it's it's fine. Actually, I I, I have a uh, an Arcteryx fleece uh, grid fleece, and it's pretty sweet, man. Like, it's really warm. It's really comfortable. My wife hates it. She thinks it's the ugliest thing in the world. But dude, I'd wear that thing every day if my wife wouldn't yell at me. Cause like it is, it is nice. Arcteryx, they make some great stuff. But whenever I was checking it out, like puffy shopping stuff, it can be super expensive. Oh yeah. So uh, if you're interested in a Melly like pullover, check out Lobo Point Gear on Instagram. Yeah, that's a cool company. Same material, great product, very similar to the Melly, but has thumb holes. I do like the thumb uh, holes. I've got a uh, what is it? The Dragon Wool hoodie from uh, Outdoor Vitals. 
and it's got the thumb holes, and I love that, man. Those things Dude, are awesome. I I bought a um, Columbia quarter zip like fleece. It's fleece on the inside and outside. Or no, it's not Columbia. Sorry, it's Pagonia. Okay, yeah, and it it has like the little thumb holes, and I slept with those around my thumbs. Don't ever do that. <laughs> I woke up the next day. First of all, my thumbs were just straight up sore. <laughs> but on top, <laughs> why, why are you laughing at me? Because that's really funny. That's why I'm laughing at you. First of all, my thumbs were sore. But second of all, they were chafed. What? Yeah, it chafed my thumbs. On the left side, it was oh, pretty Oh, because they bad. rubbed every time you moved your hands throughout the night. Yeah, I guess so. Oh. Maybe I'm a frequent. You know how people have restless uh, leg syndrome? I thought you were going to talk about restless outdoors for a second. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know how everybody's got restless outdoors? I have uh, restless thumb syndrome, man. Like, I guess all throughout the night, it just, like, rubbed me and rubbed me. And then whenever I'm backpacking, I like to wear workout gloves. You know? Yeah. Like the, the half finger that you would literally just, like, weight lift in. You know? Because I don't want to mess up my uh, feminine hands. I want I want them soft. Feminine hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to mess them up, so I like to wear those. And it also offers some protection for abrasion and stuff. But anyway, wearing those, I was like, I don't even think I can wear them. My my thumb was so sore. Oh, man, that's no fun. Okay, here's a company, dude. Have you ever heard of Kuyu? No, I never heard of them. I think they do more like hunting gear, but it's it's still ultra light and really warm. They have some like really nice like puffy jackets and vests and stuff. But apparently they have uh, a fleece that's really good. Leonidas, dude. This guy's a hiking machine. You know that, right? No. Who, tell Dude, me about Leonidas. Leonidas does some serious hiking. He hiked with Darwin on, I think, the Pinhoti Trail. I think he hiked with Darwin on that. Um, Leonidas, so I'm right about that comment or something. Leave it, let us know. But I, he's uh, I mean, he keeps up with some big-time hikers, man. He's he's the real deal. I'm hoping that uh, when I go back down to Alabama, he'll be able to join us this next time. Because uh, oh, sounds- he's a beast. He's a beast. That sounds like fun, man. Anybody that's keeping up with those miles like Darwin is doing is for sure beast of a hiker. Yeah. So, uh, Irmophile, yes, we're taking questions. Go ahead and ask. We're just kind of going down through and catching them as we go. Do you think that they should – you remember whenever we were on um, Canoe Hound Adventures? Yeah. And he had them to write, like, question in all caps before their question? Yeah. Do you think that we should do that? I mean, or do you like think that's a good idea? Key? I think that we should try it. Why not? We got it doesn't cost anything. Well then, then why don't you just make that happen? Okay. Official announcement. If I could have everyone's attention, please. If you would love to ask a question, we would love to answer it. Just write question in all caps before asking it. We'll probably answer it anyway. Yeah. We'll get there at some point. <laughs> so Jeff Peters comments, I hope Jeremiah's poop hammock is Teflon coated for easy cleanup. <laughs> <laughs> dude it, it just it won't stop live q a equals live poo and a um show us the poop hammock or maybe we should Sh- get should i pull the poop made. hammock out and show them uh, yeah why not okay, man i'm gonna i'm gonna hide my camera for a second and then when i turn the camera back on the poop hammock will be in the screen <laughs> oh john it, look everybody look now my face is actually huge. I was going to say, maybe we should make t-shirts to sell for the backpacking podcast. And it says something stupid about poop. 
I don't know, like poop talk for all or something ridiculous like that. I'm 100% open in the comments if y'all want to suggest something. Oh, I hear John. This is He's the poop here. hammock right here. <laughs> don't stick your face in it, it's John. It's unused. Unused. Oh, you haven't used it brand yet. Clean, brand new and it. clean. I haven't used yeah. it yet. I, I just never, I forget to take it with me every time. But yes, this is the poop hammock for people who sometimes, want to Sometimes I take it and don't have to use it. I didn't have to use it on this last one. And Dan was like, I might have to use that. And I was like, I don't know if you can use somebody else's poop hammock. I mean, you can. Just take some Lysol or something with you. Carry a can of Lysol. Yeah, I mean, that's ultralight. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear what I was saying about the t-shirts? No, the I, was, t-shirts? I was going looking for the poop hammock. Oh, I was saying maybe we should have some dumb t-shirts made about, like, pooping. We probably should. <laughs> like, real, uh, real backpackers use poop hammocks or something. Something You can buy. So That's th- not a is- bad idea. you can buy those i if i remember right thomas's website is the porta privy.com yeah or maybe it's porta privy.com yeah yeah if you want to actually check them out just like you know look up the porta privy.com or porta privy.com i can't remember which one it is but i'm sure you can find it okay some questions okay hang on like i saw something up here and then when i scrolled to it everything went all over the place like there was so much stuff we hadn't got to yet um oh. there was a comment i wanted to get to because i thought it was great and i think we should do it was it about the microgrid and how i've been thinking about it the whole time wrong like it's microgrid so it's active and it's more breathable no i, I didn't read that oh well, i read it and i was like wow that makes perfect sense <laughs> what a dumb statement i was making about the warm this is the one right here <laughs> You guys need to write a book about pooping on trail like the kids' potty training book, Everybody Poops. We should call ours Everybody uh, Poops dot, dot, dot in the woods. That's a good idea. That's a that, good idea. We need to write that. that do you have, I'm no expert, though. I've done it many, many times. I've done it. I've definitely done it, just not by choice. They say the Gone XL pack of hoodies are great. Oh my gosh. Gonex strikes again. Oh wait, it's not over. Gonex is gonna feel cheated if they get sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've definitely never sponsored the podcast. <laughs> All right, you want to do some of these questions? Okay. We put yeah. we one put more Q&A thing. This is awesome, there. dude. We we got time. I'm just gonna go ahead and look at this. Hey guys, I'm down okay. 140 pounds in the last 18 months. Oh my gosh, Brian Hawks, that is 140 awesome, pounds, dude. That's incredible. Yeah, congratulations, man. If we were That's giving awesome. out a prize tonight, I would just give it to you. I wouldn't even do the giveaway like a normal give. I would just say Brian wins. Well, he probably needs a new wardrobe, too. I mean, how many times do you have to replace your wardrobe in 18 months losing 140 pounds? Gosh, that's amazing, man. Yeah. That is amazing. Awesome. I anyway. cut 100 pounds, and it I had to replace the wardrobe twice. It gets expensive. Yeah. I mean, clothes aren't cheap. Okay, question number one. Is this working? All right. Yes. Yes. This is that, working. That was an easy answer. Okay, let's keep Thank going. Thank you, LT. <laughs> What's the What's word the through the question? grapevine about the new Z-Pax shelter design? What? Uh, I'm going to look that know. up, dude. 
I don't have any insider sources at ZPAX. I don't really know anybody there. I mean, I I know of people that are there, but I don't I don't think I've really talked to them. I don't know. I'm going to kind of look here and see what I can figure out, man, because now I'm curious. I know that ZPAX makes some great stuff. Yeah. Just fair warning, if you're somebody who's wanting to check out some ZPAX, a lot of it's Dyneema, and I don't care who you buy Dyneema from, it's going to be expensive. Yeah. That's just the reality of Dyneema. Yeah, you're going to have to mortgage your left leg to get one of those, basically. <laughs> I, I've been wanting to get one. I, I actually use the, uh, what's their two-person? The duplex? Yeah, the duplex. You yeah, borrowed Jason's, used, didn't you? Jason, backpacking yeah. Jason? Yeah, I borrowed his on the long trail, and it was slightly too short for me, even with the bathtub floor pitched very shallow, like laying diagonal. So I've been wanting to check out their... Is there one person that Darwin was talking about? The Is it the Altiplex? Is that what it's called? Yeah, the Altiplex. That's been around for years, then they discontinued it and then brought it back. Yeah, they brought it back, but I think it's long enough for me at six foot three. Yeah, it's made for tall guys. Yeah. The only problem with those, and this is just me, it's like you don't have like a lot of clearance above your head. So if you're sleeping on a yeah. thicker pad, you got a real good chance of getting moisture on your head or on your feet. So mm-hmm. I personally, yeah. at that... It wouldn't matter to me because I'm, I'm I'm like a midget. I'm basically like a life size hobbit. Um, but like for you, that might be a little frustrating. It happens in my lunar solo sometimes if I raise up and I touch my head. Okay, great question. Are you ready for this question? I guess you didn't find anything about the shelter. No, I'm gonna. We'll see if anybody comments below and we'll get to it. Um, what's the best ninja. kind of trail pizza, Miguel's? Uh, I think that he means pizza that you take on trail with you. No, it doesn't matter. It's still Miguel's. I'll just go to Miguel's and bring it on the trail with me. <laughs> I have, dude. <laughs> For those who don't know what I'm talking about, Miguel's is a pizza place in the Red River Gorge, and it is uh, it is actually world famous. That's not a joke when I say it. There's probably several of you here who have had it. And uh, and I don't even know it if is. the pizza's really that good. It's just that after you've been hiking for a few days, mm-hmm. it's really good. I did a trip with um, Backpacking with Jason and Mark. And Crow. Yeah, that's the one where I almost died. Yeah, well, after you almost died and you left and went home and took an ice bath, (laughs) well, (laughs) that's probably what you needed, man. You're getting overheated. It was bad, yeah. So after that, we we had to walk past the vehicles to go to our next campsite. So I was like, guys, it is supposed to rain why don't we go to Miguel's and get some pizza while it's raining? And then we can come back. And we did, but we set up base camp. And then I made the mistake of uh, doing porch mode and leaving it there. And I came back and my hammock was like full of water. And the tarp was literally, you can check out my Instagram. That showed you though the waterproofness of your tarp and your hammock because they both held water. Yes. So you you have quality gear. Yeah, I have great gear. Apparently, a little bit too great. Because, is that uh, like, we that made by Trailcraft Designs? That is, yes. Yeah, that's a good company. Oh. You guys should check it out. Trailcraft Designs. Look it up on uh, on Instagram. <laughs> yes, for sure. Anyway, my point was is that we got Miguel's and then we had leftovers because obviously you buy a lot of pizza, and I carried that back out there, and we ate a few slices, and I went back and looked ants all in it, ants everywhere i was like well mm. yep not a smart decision by me you didn't bring like extra ziploc bags or anything 
Probably, but who's thinking about that kind of thing whenever you're sitting there talking with great friends? <laughs> okay. You know how it is. Okay, next question. This is for you, Jeremiah. Okay. Can you ex- please explain the steps to using the backcountry bidet? Oh, Tom. You know, now, you know Tom's to use... lost like almost like lost 100 pounds. No. Tom Stepernowski lost 100 pounds. Yeah, we got a <laughs> bunch of these guys on here that have lost a bunch of weight. Tom, first, let me say congratulations and thank you for the care package that you sent me. I have pretty much drank all the coffees and uh, like the sports drinks and all that. He sent me a bunch of his favorite drink mixes. I haven't drank the broth. But I don't know if it's just not been cold enough or what. Anyway, you also sent me that backcountry bidet, um, I'm assuming unused. And then I used it, and then I took it into the woods and used it. And it's very simple. You uh, you literally just, at home, I will take it, and I will fill up like a, a bottle with like lukewarm water. And then I take the backcountry bidet, which is basically a rubber-fitted hose with like O-rings at the bottom, and I just... Push it into the top of the uh, push the bidet into the top of the bottle, and it seals like it never has leaked water or anything. And then, depending on how much pressure you want, you just squeeze the bottle, you know, point and shoot, and that's that's basically it. And then you just take a little toilet paper and do do do. So, so you're saying it's like a bunghole pressure washer? You get to decide, John. It's whatever. Is that, is that what this thing is? Whatever psi. That, that you're willing to risk. If you want to lose skin, <laughs> I'm not sure that this is the right. I don't think I want to do that, actually. <laughs> but if you just want to reduce your toilet paper usage by about 95%, try out the backcountry bidet. Yeah. Good job, man. Yeah. That was good. That was a good explanation. Oh, thank you. That's a really yeah, good explanation. I do it for a living. Yeah. Okay. So we got another question. This is Tim Lawson. He said, What would you suggest for a first time solo hike at the Red River Gorge? And I'll, I'll kind of run with this one. Um, It just depends on what you're wanting to do. If you're wanting a quick out and back, Hanson's Point is fantastic. It's only two and a half miles there and two and a half miles back. So if you're just doing a a quick out and back and you want to see one of the coolest sites in the entire gorge, you can do that. Um, If you're looking to do something a little longer, if you you go to the Coomer Ridge uh, parking lot, uh, there is an 11-mile trail there. It's a little bit longer, and you can actually hike that down, and uh, it goes across the rough trail and then comes back up. And that one actually... um, you can actually, there's a little island in the middle of the creek. It's a pretty cool little campsite that's out there. You just have to walk across the creek to the island, and uh, you can camp right out there in the middle of the creek, which is pretty cool. Um, nice little area. Plus, if you go a little ways up on the rough trail, there's a Boy Scout camp out there. or uh, It's just a big campsite where Boy Scouts always end up going. Uh, Oxier Ridge is another cool place because there's a few there's a few little places where you can camp up there. Um, and you just kind of go all over the place there. There's just, you can, there's just views everywhere. There's all different kinds of arches. You can just kind of explore more. You can turn it into an eight mile hike or an 18 mile hike. It's just up to you what you want to do with it. So those are three good places to start. Um, you can also look at bison way on the other end of the gorge and hike out to, uh, Indian arch in that area. And, uh, you could see Indian staircase and cloud splitter and all that fun stuff. So, yeah, but right now it's been on fire. Yeah. You're not going to go there now. 25. 25 acres have burned. Let me also add, if you want to check out that Oxier Ridge loop, uh, Mr. Backpacking with Jason, sir, if you look on his YouTube channel, he made a video called like something like the best backpacking loop in Red River Gorge or something along those lines. 
and you can kind of get a preview of what you would see and see if you'd be interested in that kind of thing. Yeah, it's and it's a good video. It's really Jason's just entertaining, man. He's fun. <laughs> yeah, and he sounds like me. Uh, he's <laughs> no, nah, dude. He sounds he sounds even old. He sounds old school country. Oh, he's Eastern. Kentucky. He's old school country. I love it. I love it when he talks, man. Okay, next question. Uh, I'm in the market for some new trainers for hiking. Any suggestions? My and shoes. I, I I hate telling people to try different hikers because it's different for different people. You know, like I don't know, man. I I'm using Saucony's right now, and you're using Hoka's. Yeah, but I've tried the Ultra. I've done the Ultra Lone Peaks. I did not like them. They destroyed my feet. They weren't good yeah. for me. They're good for a lot of people. A lot of people love them and swear by them. And Ultra Temps are another uh, one a lot of people like. But I'm hearing a lot more people switch into the uh, Hoka's like what you've got. The Speed Goats. Well, um, Bridget, her aunt, we we went down and visited them in Florida. And she and her daughter are interested in doing the Appalachian Trail at some point. You know, I guess when she retires, maybe. Anyway, she tried the Hoka's like the female version of what I had destroyed her feet. Oh, wow. But she, she is like a marathon runner, like does Ironmans and stuff. Yeah. And she uses Hoka's whenever she does her road races and all that. But the, the trail runners absolutely did not work for her, but the ultra lone peak, she got the force and that's what I used on the long trail. And I, I went through a pair before I did, I did the long trail and she absolutely loves those. But Bridget, she's done the ultra long peaks, and she doesn't care a whole lot for them. She's I done killed her legs man. too. Yeah, if you're not like if you haven't trained up, it's that's a very hard question to answer. Yeah, it's just really hard to say. I know if you've got wide feet, the ultras are good. The Sauconies are good. Um, Jeremiah was actually shocked at how wide the Sauconies are, um, but they have a really good wide toe box. Um, it just depends on your feet and what works for you. I would say go to go to your your local outfitter try them all on see what feels the most comfortable and go with that because it's hard to say um because it's so personal maybe try the sandals yeah maybe here's another jeff prater i own an osprey atmos 65 as we both do uh mm -hmm. question do you own a ul backpack too i'm thinking of switching to through hike the att yeah or the att you know the phone company i'm gonna hike the the phone company <laughs> um <laughs> hike the at yeah i've actually got one two three ultralight backpacks well what's ultralight is that like sub two pounds is that like a pound i say under two and a half would okay. typically be considered ultralight um i know i've got an i've got a ula ohm 2.0 which i think is an awesome backpack and i love it the only reason i'm not using it now is because i'm just trying some new ones uh mm. chicken tramper the chicken tramper ultralight gear 45 is a fantastic backpack sea yeah. tug yeah fantastic backpack and then Shirt. We both got our hands on the outdoor vodka. We got the shirt on right now. That's nice. Yeah. Go chicken trapper. Yeah. A uh Outdoor Vitals has the new one. The uh what is that called? It's the Shadow Light. Yeah, the Shadow Light backpack. And uh, I'm probably gonna be using that here in the next week or so just for like an overnight just to test it out. But uh it's interesting because it zips open on the back. Yeah, as in the farthest part away from your back. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't mission. know it enough to suggest it, but I know it's light. Like it was, it was way lighter than I thought it would be when I saw the pictures of it. I haven't weighed it, but I used it on this trip. I gave Dan my Osprey Atmos sixty-five liter, and that is an absolutely great. If you're just starting yeah. out backpacking, that that's like a great size to fit all that extra stuff. That 
you know, whether it's bulky budget gear or whether you just bring a lot because you're just starting out or what have you. But the, uh, the shadow light for me, the hip belt pockets, they were gigantic. Yeah, they are big. So that, that worked out well for me. It's also, I like, I do like the two pockets on the front of it. Like the two mesh pockets where it zips open. Yeah. I would, even if I didn't have the zip up, I would like to have the two pockets. There's some, I mean, you, you'll see whenever you try it, there's things that work for everybody and things that don't, just depending on what style your backpacking is. But um, there's all, just like with the Chicken Tramper backpack and also the guy that made the, uh, the Porta Privies, like he made me a backpack too, and the Shadow Light backpack, there's things that I would change about all of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's so, no perfect backpack that I've seen. Yeah, and the Osprey. There's things like those hip belt pockets, like Jeff – you know, you're the one that left the comment here. I'm sure you know the hip belt pockets on the Osprey are not, they're not very friendly to me. No, they're not easy to zip and unzip, I don't think. No. So no, I'm not a big, not a big fan. Uh, Chris Acone, what happens if you get backspaddle or poop on a poop hammock? You know, I think that the pressure washer bidet might come into play there. Whoa, look at and that. Then, yeah, just a little, psh, psh, you know. So do you, do you poop hammock and then. Then use the bidet with it. Uh, are you asking if I sit in the poop hammock while I'm using the bidet? Yeah, that's what I'm asking you. Absolutely, yes, one hundred percent. That just sounds like a great idea. That's probably the best way to not get it on you. I don't know. It may be worse. Maybe whenever you're spraying, you're doing a little bit too much spray and pray with the bidet. Maybe. Okay, you here's know? a question for you, Jeremiah. I already know the answer, but does your wife prefer you with or without the beard? <laughs> she <laughs> she likes the beard to be like a week two weeks at the most of growth or completely clean shaven she doesn't like the whole hippie-ish vibe the let me get into the woods kind of beard definitely yeah what about your wife john she told me i'm not allowed to shave the beard off she does like it when it's a little bit shorter, but she told me I shaved it off one time. She said, "Don't ever do that again, dude." You know you. So that you makes look me happy because I like the beard. Yeah, I think it looks great on you. But I was gonna say you look young, whether you have your beard or you don't. Like if you look at my face, I'll move this microphone. I think that I look so much younger without the beard. You do. I yeah, do. Like sometimes I'll go to work, and if I've shaved. And then maybe it's like Friday. So you dress casually on Friday. You look like wear a sport, a spirit shirt, you know, about for your sports teams and stuff and blue jeans. And I'll throw on like a pair of uh, Jordans or something, like something that I actually like, not like dad shoes. And no offense, <laughs> dad John. So people will be like, wow, you look just like a kid. I'm like, really? I don't know about that, but definitely younger. Yeah. Okay, so here's another question. This is for you, Jeremiah. I think we just answered this, actually. Uh, what shoes or boots do you wear? I I wear, right now, the Hoka Speed Goats, the, whatever the latest version is. I think they're threes or fours or fives or something. And then if I'm wearing waterproof, I like the Merrill waterproof. I don't know if they're Moabs. They're black, so that makes me think that they're not Moabs. I think those are brown. So it depends on what kind of backpacking I'm doing, but I'm size 15. So as you as you know, Trey, you're saying that you wear 15 to 16. 
you know, it's it's hard to find shoes, period. I would try maybe ordering from REI, so if they don't fit, you can send them back. So there you go. That's the yeah. one. That's the one. Okay, so uh, it's hard to keep up with the questions because uh, when you scroll down, it just goes way to the bottom immediately. So it's like you have to go, you have to scroll backwards and go looking for them again. Um, and it doesn't let me go all the way to the top. Okay, so I saw another one on here. Where was it? Oh, man. Let's see if I can find it here. Aha. Then. McMillan said he invented Dyneema toilet paper and needs a couple podcasting YouTubers to use and review. Um, <laughs> definitely check out Chewing the Fat. I heard those guys would totally be down for that. So, uh, Rob Pelton and you... Midwest Backpacker, if you guys want to hook up with some Dyneema underwear, get a hold of Ben. Um, Are you supposed to reuse that Dyneema toilet paper? That'd be the most expensive toilet paper on the planet. What if you reuse it, though? I- I'll let you do that. No, check out chewing the fat. I heard. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let those guys try that one. I can already see the review video coming. Knowing, knowing Rob, that would be a fantastic review video. Um, does your hand need to be involved in a wiping motion or just spray, spay and spray or spay and pray? The <laughs> I think you mean spray and pray. That's what I think so too. About the, the bidet? No, I mean it's. I think just don't overthink it, man. Just spray it on there. You'll be good to go. You can use the whole bottle if you're at home or if you're backpacking and need to conserve water. It doesn't take much. And, of course, also you can wipe. So you you want to spray off the big, I guess. I don't know. I've never looked back there, but I would assume you're spraying off the big. If you could just, look back there, you'd be a contortionist. Yeah, or you just have a cell phone. That's just, I don't even want to think about that. Brian, why, See? why, why? Toilet paper will not splash on your legs or pants. <laughs> Come on, Brian. You got to live life on the edge, bro. Have some fun. <laughs> It'd be dangerous, though. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Uh, have you ever run into anyone dangerous on the trail, and how did you handle it? Wow. I ran into a scary dude on the trail. Like, I was solo hiking part of the uh, Sheltoe Trace. Uh-huh. I was doing the section between... Um, I guess I was already past Yahoo Falls. It was like, so it been between Yahoo Falls and Cumberland Falls and I'm hiking along and all of a sudden I hear some something rustling in a thing and this guy jumps out of the woods in front of me and all he's wearing are like he was just wearing like a pair of shorts I, it's hard to remember what he looked like now it's just like jean shorts and he had kind of messed up hair and he goes yahoo and screams and yells and then runs <laughs> off <laughs> was he wearing a shirt no shoes I don't know man it was so weird it just like he popped out of nowhere and just started screaming and yelling and just left. And I thought, dude, I had a knife with me, but it was that stupid yeah. little like it was that little salvation army or not salvation army, the, the <laughs> salvation army. army knife. Swiss army knife. You know, the little tiny one that everybody takes, like the, the ultra light deal. Yeah, the little red one. It was yeah. the last time I took that as my knife. Oh yeah, you needed a man. <laughs> you need a man. I was like, I'm not knife. doing that anymore. I took a big knife from that point forward because man. That little knife wouldn't have done anything to that guy. He was crazy, man. He was crazy. <laughs> well, he was probably on drugs, and you were probably in eastern Kentucky. Is what it sounded like to me. Yeah, yeah. It was down near where you live, so. Yeah, that sounds like it. I haven't, I haven't really ran into anybody dangerous. I don't think nothing, nothing comes to mind. Not even like, uh, like somebody that's drunk on trail or something like that that I think is posing a risk to me or themselves. I've had pretty good experiences. Yeah. 
I think. I'm, if I think of one later, I'll I'll share it with you. So here's a question. What's your favorite not-so-traveled or well-known trail at the Gorge? Uh, for me, it, it's – I don't know if it's not well-known, but it's not, like, well-documented. I love the Rough Trail. Mm-hmm. The Rough Trail is just really – it's really difficult. And uh, there's one spot. The reason why I remember is because I was I was doing a day hike with some friends, and uh, we come around this this corner, and it looks like the trail goes off to the to the right. So we follow the trail, but that just ends in the woods. It doesn't go anywhere. So we come back out to where that trail was. We're looking around, and some guys were coming up behind us. And this was probably 2015, maybe 2016. And uh, I looked at this guy. I go, man, I can't figure out where the trail goes. Oh, he goes, that's because you're looking in the wrong place. I was like, what do you mean? And he points up. And it's this 10 foot rock that you have to scale up. And the, the blaze was on either on the rock or on a tree right off the top of the rock. And uh, so you had to actually climb up the rock to get to the next part of the trail. And uh, wow. so the, the rough trail is a fun trail because it, it's exactly what it says. It's a rough trail, but it's a lot of fun. I think to hike. I think also the Clifty wilderness area is underrated. I think people are like, Oh, that doesn't have all the arches and blah, blah, blah. But, it has a lot of those same features. It's just that it's a wilderness area. It's a lot more wild and less kept and overgrown. And like backpacking with Jason and I went out there one weekend and stayed and we checked out all kinds of cool stuff that he knew about. Of course he kind of grew up in that area and there's books though. I mean, you can, you can buy several books that are published that has a lot of that stuff listed. That is like you're saying tree, right? that are not so traveled or, or well-known. Well, and there's a, if you go to J&H Outfitters, it's here in Lexington. If you're coming down to go to the Gorge, stop in Lexington, go there. And they've got maps of the Red River Gorge that you can get that have a lot of those trails that you don't know about. Like, mm-hmm. they have a lot of unmarked trails and things like that in there. Um, Is that the Outrageous man? Yeah. Yeah, the yeah outrageous you can buy map. those online, too. Yep. Like, J&H Landmark is great. But you can also order them. Like, I ordered their Sheltoe Trace maps, and they're super, super good and detailed. Very, very. They're awesome. Absolutely awesome. Yeah. Oh, Jeremiah, here's a great question. Okay. I'm glad you're doing these questions, bro. You're so much better at this than me. Well, I don't read well. I just need your help because you're a teacher. Um, now that it's been a couple of years, when's the next JKJS gear swap trip? Oh. So do we do it again? I like to change I mean, why? Oh, wasn't there a spin to it that we were talking about before? Was it food? I can't remember. I can't remember. We talked about it. Okay, a lot of people don't realize this, but Jeremiah and I met through Dan Becker. Um, I met Dan. We started talking, became friends, and he he gave me Jeremiah's number. So I called Jeremiah, and we talked. You were driving to Nashville to fly mm-hmm. up to do the long trail, and yeah. so. We talked while you were driving down there, and that's how we met. We talked for a while, and uh, we decided to meet up when you got back. And we met up in this coffee shop, and this first time we we hung out and talked. We didn't even know each other, and uh, we decided the first backpacking trip we were going to do together was the gear swap. So that's literally the first time you and I went backpacking together. Yeah, and we basically packed each other's backpacks full of whatever gear we wanted. Yeah, like I tried to be delicate. <laughs> hey, Jeremiah, yeah. I gave John a choice between uh, a couple of different tents that I was using. Yeah, I'll just yeah. never take them at the same time. But you never know what other people want. 
Right, right. Because you know everybody wants to bring two tents. Well, everybody like variety is the spice of life, John. Oh, by the way, Ben says that yes, reusable. Reusable toilet paper. So do you need the bidet so that you can spray it off and just continue to wipe with it? Or do you take it home and wash it? Wonder how that works. Dude, I don't know, man. I bet Jeremy and Rob can tell us how it works. I don't know, bro. Like I just I'm not I'm not feeling that. <laughs> I'm not about I, it either. I don't think that's working with me, man. Uh, no, I'm just not crazy. I, I'm I'm out. I, like I said, give that one to to Rob and Jeremy. They can uh they can <laughs> use that one. They're they're much better backpackers than us, anyways. Let's just shoot straight for a second, okay? I mean, uh, Jeremy and Rob are like hard. Jeremy like lives in Minnesota, and he does all these long trail hikes and all this crazy stuff and super long hikes, and he could just go forever. And then you got Rob who backpacked in Nepal for like a month or something, you know, like. These guys are legit. Like they probably would know better anyway. So just just let them do it. That's that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, they're way better let, backpackers. So they they'd probably be much better at this than we would. Let me let me ask you this, man. We're I assume that since you have clicked on bins, that you're down to that point on the comments. Yes, I think so. A true statement. Okay. Apparently, apparently Midwest backpacker doesn't poop. Oh, so I, I don't poop. Well, he just yeah, he just well, burns every calorie. He's very efficient. He's very efficient when he backpacks. No waste. No None. waste at all. Should should we um somebody somebody ask in the comments about carrying a weapon in the backcountry? Should we should we touch that? Is that too hot? Click on it, man. Okay. All right. I'll click on it. I don't I don't know what's off limits here. Y'all ever carry a pistol? I have it not on the trail. Yeah. Yeah. I am uh, not on a trail. Now, you have to keep in mind that uh, cultures are different depending on where you, and I didn't choose to be born and raised in Kentucky, but cultures are different. I think that we all have different biases. And uh, yeah. it sounds like I'm being Mr. Politically Correct here. But on my first backpacking trip, let me tell you about this pistol that I took. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. If that's okay, I'll share it. So. My first backpacking trip, whenever I was asking all these people for advice and I had never heard of backpacking besides like what you see in the movies, backpacking across Europe, the, one of the first things that people kept telling me was like, well, what kind, they were asking me what kind of, uh, like handgun or weapon or whatever are you going to be carrying? And I was like, what? I didn't even think of that. And they're like, well, you definitely need to, uh, protect yourself in the backcountry." And I was like, I mean, I guess that makes sense. You know, whenever I'm I'm hunting or something like that, I carry a gun. But, you know, other than that, I don't really take one in the woods with me. A lot of people do. I have a concealed carry so, license. I mean, I carry to work every day, you know, but I don't I don't take one when I go backpacking. Right. And, you know, I I thought about it and I was like, yeah, I guess that's probably a pretty good idea. You know, I could run into somebody that's on the trail that could wish harm upon me so i went and got a uh just like a cheapy just like a tourist nine millimeter and then looking back after weighing that thing i mean i don't know why but i took two fully loaded out clips <laughs> i don't know how many rounds you're gonna get in a gunfight when you're out on the trail <laughs> I know. You're, gonna, you're gonna run into the irish mob or something <laughs> 
I took them both and I bought personal defense rounds. And I was like, <laughs> I know, dude. I know. I don't know what I was thinking. You, you ever heard the so, phrase, don't pack your fears? I think yes. you packed your nightmares, bro. Well, I'd never <laughs> heard of that before this trip. So I, I bought that and I, I got the rounds and, you know, I went out and I shot it a bunch and got used to the gun and all that stuff. And I took it with me and it weighed like over two pounds, just, just the handgun yeah. and the, uh, the two clips that had however many rounds that those hold. I can't remember. I mean, I still have the gun and everything, but anyway, I took it and I carried it on my right side of my hip belt. And I carried my bear spray on the left side of my hip belt. And that's how I got my trail name Yosemite Sam. Because I think what happened was those through hikers, which I don't, I had no idea what through hiking was. I'd never heard of this, you know, until I met them on the Appalachian Trail, which my first trip was on the smoky section, the first 40 to 45 miles. You know, they were probably thinking, why does this guy have a gun strapped to his waist just out here open carrying? But I checked the laws and. It was like you couldn't conceal carry, and I don't have a concealed carry. Kentucky, you don't have to have one, which is a whole different topic. You know, they recently changed the law in the last couple of years. But uh, anyway, now, after that trip, I've, I've carried it a few times, and a lot of my buddies that I backpack with use either a chest holster or they have a uh, like a pack, a chest pack that they keep their handgun in whenever – that we go, but I don't, I don't ever take one. And I thought, you know, some people they're afraid because they, because of bears and things like that. But in my experience, the bears have always run off. And I was like, I asked the guy at the gun shop, I was like, so these personal defense rounds, you think this is going to do anything to a bear? And he was like, just going to piss it off long enough to only attack you would be my guess. Yep. Just tick it off long enough to, to make life really miserable for you. Yeah. So So anyway, that's my gun story. Here's another question for us. Uh, you guys ever hike in California? Funny thing, I'm Not talking yet. to three buddies of mine right now, and we're planning a trip for next spring. So I'm going to be heading down there to uh, SoCal, I believe, and doing some hiking. So I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah, I would love to backpack in California. That is absolutely it's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, there's just so many mountains, man. I love mountains. Ever since doing Kilimanjaro, it's like mountains are. I just love mountains so uh next question how do you get through through the risk of buying a cottage ul company backpack when you can't try it on before you buy mm, most of them they take your measurements right oh yeah yeah most of them they they give you the way to measure for it um and uh that's kind of the way it works i mean i've never had a problem with mine so for example um Chicken Tramper, you know, we work with them a little bit, just like on our personal YouTube pages, and they sent us backpacks, and we had to, like, go onto their website and order it just like we were just your normal, average customer, just like anybody else. So we went on there, and it it shows you most websites are going to have either pictures, diagrams, videos, etc etc that shows you this is the part of your body that you measure if you don't have a like a i guess they're you know like the uh the flexible tape measures you can just use a string and then measure how much string that you 
you use to go around your waist or whatever. And then I think that most companies, if something was wrong, there may be a small fee, but you could send it back to them and they could alter it depending on what part of production that is in the backpack. Well, even uh, with ULA, you can remove the belt. You can actually remove yeah. the belt and they can send you another one. So if it's too big or too small, you can just send it back and they'll send you another one. Um, and a lot of these companies, the the packs are kind of modular, modular the way they do them. So they can mm-hmm. fix things pretty easy, but you would have to send it back to do that. So I've, I've never had a problem with, uh, with buying stuff from cottage companies. So that's just me. Yeah, me either. Let's see here. Uh, John, what brand and model camp chair do you use? Uh-oh. Oh, man. We get to talk about Uh-oh. the chair point five. Um, so last March, right before everything shut down across the U.S. with COVID, myself and Jeremiah oh, and Jason say the word. and Ben McMillan, we all went backpacking in the gorge for an overnight. And mm-hmm. uh, I got up early in the morning because I had brought, like, fresh bacon, like straight from the pig kind of bacon for the guys. And so I was getting up early and I was making bacon and eggs and, uh, I walked over to the fire to grab something. When I came back, um, to sit in my chair, I tripped over a, a root or something and fell backwards into my chair and bent one of the legs on it. It was a chair zero. And I was just like, I don't want to buy another chair zero because it's like $110 or $105 or something like that. And at the time, REI was selling old stock of the uh, chair one from Helinox. So I bought a chair one for like 50 bucks or something. And when I got it, I realized that the fabric from the chair zero actually fit on the chair one. And it took a half pound off of the weight of the chair one. So you've got the chair zero that weighs a pound. You've got the chair one that weighs two pounds. And by combining the powers of the two, I created the chair point five. So that's the chair that I take when I go out backpacking. So. Yeah, the, those all those chairs burn so easy. I got my first holes in my chair on a, a very recent trip. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm gonna put this question up here just because. Okay, you want to see this question? Sure. It says, "Would you turn around and go back if you saw twenty piles of mouse of moose poop in Kentucky?" Yeah, because there shouldn't be moose <laughs> in Kentucky. <laughs> On on the long trail, there was moose poop everywhere, man. I was walking through all I mean, you could step ankle deep, shin deep if you wanted to. Like there were huge mm. piles everywhere on the trail. It was changing the color of the water. I wouldn't turn around if I saw the twenty miles of moose poop, but I might turn around if I saw the moose. Yeah. Those suckers yeah. are huge. And they are not nice. Especially the bulls. No. They are not nice. I they're, they're good eating. I don't know. I've never killed one, but. I'm not going to mess with one if I see it. Let's put it that way. Hey, our buddy Odin's on here. What's up, Odin? How are you doing, buddy? We're glad to see you on here. Odin <laughs> on the trail. You, yeah. He's our youngest. He is the youngest uh, backpacking YouTuber I know. Yeah. I've never met a younger <laughs> backpacking youtuber right it's crazy okay so kevin wedge john kelly have any thoughts on the michigan triple crown seems like a fun challenge hike did you watch the videos on this not yet but all i knew was that sounded insane 
Yeah, it's three straight days of 20-mile hikes. And I wrestled with going, and then I was just like, no, I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be able to pull that off. Um, I would have to really train for that, and uh, I'd be afraid I'd get injured. And the funny thing was I got injured two months before it, so I still wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been able to do it regardless if I wanted to. But uh, it's three straight days, 20-mile hikes. Uh, and it's in Michigan, so it's not like it's insane uh, – altitude or anything like that but i know the guys that did it most of them uh i think they just day packed it in a slack pack when they were hiking it they didn't they didn't worry about taking a full pack they uh they would camp at a campsite at night and they would drive to the next place the next day or something so i think i think if i can get in better shape and lose more weight like i don't want to be closer to like 175 180 pounds before i did that just to just because because of the wear and tear on my back and my knees and ankles and everything. So, well, it's definitely going to be easier if you slack pack it for sure. I can't imagine going in untrained without trail legs and having to do three consecutive 20 mile days. Like I did it on the long trail and it injured me. Yeah. I, the most I did was two when I was doing the shell toy trace. I remember that. And I was tired after those two days. Yeah. So let's see. Mike K have my JMT permit starting August 8th. Congratulations, man. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, dude. That's uh that's uh 2024 is when I'm wanting to do that one. I'm gonna celebrate being 50. I'm actually gonna be 50 in three years, dude. Unbelievable, man. 50. I don't believe it's true. I think that there's a, a mass conspiracy out there that's supposed to convince me that you're actually going to be 50. I'm going to be 50, and I'm going to hike that when I'm 50. That's my goal. Yeah, so I, I think that you'll definitely attain that goal, man. I'm doing it, That'll man. That'll be a blast. I'm definitely going to do it. Let's see what else we got. Do we have any other questions down through here? It looks like well, that's it for the questions, so that's a good time, I think, for us to maybe wind things down. Jeremiah? It was good yeah. talking to you, man. We kind of we kind of went long tonight. Yeah, my wife texted me, and she's she's also a teacher. And like, as soon as we get off of these live streams, if you're somebody that just listens to the podcast, we usually go until about nine thirty ish, and then talk in the green room for a few minutes after we've recorded, and then I just go straight to sleep <laughs> every <laughs> every time because I had to get up early. She texted me and she's like, are you still recording? And I was like, yes. <laughs> so good, good play, man. Yeah, man. It was a good night. It was definitely fun chatting with everybody. Oh, and Mike said it only took him two years to get the, uh, the permit. So, oh, wow. I heard that you can go and like camp out there and maybe get a permit the day of from people that cancel. Yeah. Yeah. There's usually people that cancel. And if it's not like a big group of you, if it's only one or two. A lot of times you can get in. So yeah. you just got to, you got to be there on the right day and hope people cancel. So, well, man, it's been fun. Uh, we should do this again. It's yeah. kind of fun chatting with everybody, like just chatting us with you guys. Cause this was, uh, usually we're trying to ask questions about somebody else and everything. And that's fun, but sometimes it's good just to talk to you guys and have you write the word poop 8,327 times in the uh, comment section. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> Poop, 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 poop. It was everywhere tonight. It was pretty impressive. So, uh, Jeremiah, you got anything else before we shut things down? Uh, I I don't think I have even told you who our guest is next week. Who is our guest next week, Jeremiah? <laughs> our guest next week is Hunter's Trip. 
Ooh, ooh, this is a fun guy. Now, now here's the thing about Hunter, and I want to throw this out there. I'm surprised he's not on tonight. Usually he's on, but uh, yeah. Hunter is he has a YouTube channel, but Hunter is an Instagram hiker. Yeah, he likes the Instagram, and he's a sandal wearer. Yes, and it seems like everybody that wears sandals is they live a life of their own. And we've both had the opportunity to hike with him, and uh, he's a great guy. This is gonna be a fun week next week. And he's got a great mustache. Can we just sh- shoot that out there? He has a great mustache. Yes, his his mustache game is like our former beard game. You mean like your former beard game? Hey, man, I'm trying to be inclusive here. <laughs> well, way to throw me under the bus. Well, way to be inclusive, man. I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's all I got. I just want to say thank you to everybody and. Thank you for all the uh, the live stream attendees and the people commenting, interacting with us. And also thank you to all the people that have just been listening. And we, you know, we're about to hit this hundred K and it's a celebration. Yeah. Thank we'll you. be there in just a few days, probably in all honesty. So it's crazy to think, man, we went from uh, nothing to a hundred thousand. That's crazy. So oh, I've, yeah. I can only think of one way to end this thing tonight. That's with this comment right here. Poop, poop, poop. We'll check you guys out next time for myself and Jeremiah Stringer. You guys have a good one. Adios.